This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. This time every Monday morning we take a look at what's going on in the health and disability sector with Living Well Disability Resource Centre and joining us this morning in the studio, Debbie Rowe. Morena, Debbie, nice to have you with us again. Thanks, Jeff, and lovely to see your face. Yeah, well, it's not everyone says that, so thank you. <laughs> It's a lovely face to, to see. But yes, we were just talking about how we can do this by phone or we can do it face-to-face, and it's really nice doing it face-to-face. It is good. Yeah. Um, look, we've got quite a wee list here in the Digest um, uh, this week, and one of them that has probably made a, a huge, um, or, or I'm trying to think, ruffle the feathers, Not whether that's the right word. It's probably not ruffle the feathers. It's quite an exciting thing. The announcement that was made by um, Carmel Cipollone and Andrew Little, um, not last Friday, but the Friday before on the transformative changes to the disability system. Uh, So we've got in our digest some links to some really good information that's actually on the Ministry of Social Development website um, that explains those changes. But sort of in a nutshell, there were three or four rather key points, I guess, to to the announcement. First was the establishment of a Ministry for Disabled People, um, which is a pretty huge thing for for the government to create a ministry. That is, um, um, there was some, there's a, a link, as I said, that, that it gives some explanation around that. It is, we understand, a completely unique separate ministry to the Ministry of Health um, uh, for disabled people, and obviously there's going to be a name, name change with that. They talked about that, but for the for the, the interim, that, that is the, the name, that it's going to be um, um, sort of sitting in MSD, and I, I sort of questioned that. I thought, oh, well, it's a separate ministry. Why is it going to be sitting in MSD? But from what I understand uh, from conversations that I've had, that that's really around um, being able to, to utilise the um, the, I guess, back office function that MSD can provide. So this ministry will be a, a smaller ministry, of course. It's not, you know, as big as the Ministry of Health or, or as big as the Ministry of Social Development, but um, it is certainly standalone and um, uh, although will be sort of supported by MSD, but that's really just around the, the back-end function of IT and, you know, that human resources and that sort of stuff. So um, when people read uh, the link, they go, oh, is it actually part of MSD or what? Well, it's not. It's a completely unique, separate ministry uh, for disabled people with the support of, of uh, that larger department, you know, as far as that back office function. So that's really exciting, and I understand that that is meant to be up and happening by the 1st of July next year, 2022, yep. which is, you know, a pretty short uh, time frame to get uh, that kind of, um, um, you know, functionality up and happening, and that there is an establishment unit being set up to help uh, to make that happen, to transfer. So as we understand, everything that currently sits in the Ministry of Health that we know as Disability Support Services, which is the Directorate for Disability within the MOH, is going to get transplanted into the other one and then from the 1st of July going forward um, there'll be certainly some changes happening then so I think it's a matter of picking up what we currently have and plonking it into the other but then um, the next phase or the next point, key point is the implementation of the Enabling Good Lives approach to disability support services on a national scale. So um, that uh, phrase, if you're in the disability sector you're you're quite familiar, people will be familiar with the Enabling Good Lives uh, principles or EGL principles as we've, they've been touted for the last couple of years, but they are essentially a, a bunch of a list of principles that will will be the foundation for this new ministry and for the rollout of the disability system in New Zealand, which is uh, pretty exciting. Um, I guess my only thoughts or comments around that is the devils in the detail. So these um, the enabling good lives principles and the, the sort of a transformative system for delivering disability support services to New Zealanders or to disabled New Zealanders and their families. Um, 
that has been, uh, you know, there's been prototypes, several of them around the country over the last several years. Uh, so what, they, what they're actually able to roll out nationally and what they can afford to roll out nationally will be, um, you know, as I said, that's just my opinion. I'm speaking well, from well, my, I my opinion I imagine there'll be disability there. advocates all over the country will be uh, lining up to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, I reckon. That's right. Yeah, the devil's in the detail, eh? Like the next wee while is going to be interesting. So we've got the establishment of a new ministry. We've got the implementation of the Enabling Good Lives approach to disability support services through out New Zealand and the um, what was we probably weren't expecting we were quite excited about is the introduction of an accessibility bill for New Zealanders so that's standalone legislation that will make New Zealand more accessible that's pretty mind-blowing that's that's what everybody's been going on about for years and years and years and we're not just talking people with disability anybody with you know with a mobility issue I, I think and we often get that uh, hear this in our centre where people we have older people or any any person doesn't have to be older but somebody that that's um, perhaps has a health condition that creates Creates a disabling, um, um, you know, or, or disability for that that individual, and they go, you know, I don't have a disability, but I, I have this condition, and as a result, I've got this. And um, you know, we're probably talking semantics here; it's just words. But but at the end of the the end of the day, I think this accessibility bill for all, you know, for New Zealand um, to make New Zealand more accessible. So that's going to have huge impact across, you know, how accessible is our built environment? How accessible is our CBD? How do people, you know, we talk about changes in George Street and one, you know. The traffic going one way and stuff. How does that, um, you know, um, how the impact of that on on what we're going, how we're going to have to respond as communities to making New Zealand more accessible for all people, whether you're a mum with a pram, you know, whether you're a, somebody with a mobility um, aid of some description, or you know, whatever it is. So, so there's that, and then the fourth um, main point is the establishment of a new accessibility governance board. So um, that governance board will be set up, obviously, to oversee. Um, uh, accessibility in New Zealand and our response to that. So, long time coming. Really good stuff. We've got some links in the digest here that have um, some good reading that you can click on to quite easily uh, to read more about this stuff. So we've got those links in the digest. So yeah, exciting times. Um, just quickly zip it, zipping on to other bits and pieces. Our um, our product of the week this week is the Rolls Motion Rollator, which I think I might have mentioned before actually. Um, but it's a, a cool wee wheelchair slash walker that we have. Uh, it's made from lightweight aluminium. The Rolls Motion is a convertible walker wheelchair, so it's an ideal option for people who can't push or lift heavy objects. Um, it gives you confidence to walk further, so you can use it as a walker. And then the ability to transform into a transit wheelchair mm. um, when walking is difficult. So you know you might be out and about you know with your uh, your, your partner whoever so your family member whoever um, a friend and you really the walking's getting a bit tricky you need to have the wheelchair function so uh, transformer can, uh, trans it is literally a transformer and it's very cool to um to see it uh, how it does it's 11.6 kg so um the rolls motion rollator or wheel and wheelchair can be easily lifted into vehicles once collapsed so you can come and check that out anyway um we've got one of those in our we shop at uh, living well um we have have just um, this is exciting actually we just got this information the other day Dunedin Health Shuttle St John's um, uh, are um, re-establishing I think the St John's Health Shuttle service so it's available in our community to provide transport within Dunedin so this is within Dunedin for medical and health health related uh, appointments so this is for people in Dunedin that need to get um, to uh, the hospital or to a medical or health related appointment wherever that might be the service operates Mondays to 
Fridays, excluding public holidays. Uh, for more information or to make a booking, you can contact St John on 0800 So bookings are required by 3pm the day prior to the transport, so don't ring on the day that you need to get your appointment and expect to be able to be taken. Um, That's not likely to happen. You do need to give them um, that 24-48 hours notice. Um, The service is... um, Sorry, I've just clicked on the wrong link and it's just gone. Um, The service is, as she's scrolling down here... um, run by volunteers. Uh, They don't charge. There's no charge for the health shuttle transport. However, they do accept donations or cohorta cover costs. Um, I think one of the things I did read down here, I think that's important... um, to, uh, yeah, so actually, so currently in, while we're in level two, uh, it's a four person capacity. If it's in level one, it is an eight person capacity. So at the moment, it can take four people at a time. Um, p- people are required to self mobilise on and off the shuttle. So it's not uh, wheelchair accessible, it doesn't have a hoist. You need to be able to get into the shuttle and off of the shuttle, out of the shuttle. Um, if you are able to take a support person if necessary to assist, um, you know, just saying, unfortunately, our new wheel- shuttle is not wheelchair uh, capable. So so if people have further questions, they can contact Tracy Lindsay. Uh, she's the healthcare relationship manager at St John's here in Dunedin. And again, that number is 0800 103 046 for booking. So that's really cool. Uh, another cool thing, actually, that's happening and coming up um, in 2022, Star Jam. We've heard of that probably, I think, sometimes when you see the ads for lottery and you see the different places that they donate to. I think one of the pictures on the TV there is um, is a Star Jam. Um, so Star Jam is where young people with disabilities unleash their potential through the magic of music, dance and performance. Um, so this hasn't been happening in Dunedin and it's coming to Dunedin next year. So they have a weekly music-based workshops um, that are, sorry, I just clicked that button again it's terrible my phone um, um, goes blank and I pushed the button and I went backwards so I'm sorry about that Um, they have weekly music-based workshops and they're planning to open in early 2022. Workshops are available for anyone between the ages of 6 and 25, so it's for young people. Uh, Star Jam is a not-for-profit organisation that aims to create new and exciting opportunities for young Kiwis living with disabilities through the power of music, dance and performance. And they currently run free workshops in several places around the country, Auckland, Hamilton, Tauranga, uh, the Wairapa, Wellington, Christchurch, Rotorua, Hawke's Bay and Whangarei. Um, and now they're bringing it to Dunedin, so that's very cool. So workshops open to young people between ages of 6 and 25. Super excited to announce that numerous requests they're opening workshops in Dunedin early next year and they just want to spread the word to young people, uh, to their future jammers as they call them. Uh, They're hoping to open in term 1 of 2022 and currently getting interested families jammers to fill out an expression of of interest form so they can see the types of preferred workshops, you know, whether it's dance, singing, drumming, etc. and preferred evenings. So they'll collate those responses and then work out what times uh, and types of workshops would be best. So there is an expression of interest form if families are interested uh, in completing that or, or a young person is interested in completing that. Got the link for that as well. So that's um, that's quite exciting to have in, uh, in our town. Um, there is a, a survey happening, the Voice of Rare Disorders survey. Uh, it's uh, now live so that uh, people can uh, access that survey. We've got, a, again, a link here. So if you're living with a rare disorder in New Zealand or you are the carer or family member of someone with a rare disorder, please take the survey that we need your voice. Uh, so there's information certainly on their website, which is www.raredisorders.org. 
www.ethicsafe.org.nz and again the link to the survey that's on here. Um, we've mentioned this before um, but there is a research program on autism, well-being and the neighbourhood environment happening here uh, at the University of Otago so you have to be at least 16 years old, either diagnosed or identify as autistic so they're looking for autistic people to participate in the research and the research being the neighbourhood environment and its impact on the well-being of autistic people. Um, so the participation involves a photography section um, where you'll be asked to take photos of features of your neighbourhood that affect your well-being and then a 30 to 60 minute interview where you'll talk about the photos that you took. There is uh, a $10 uh, uh, voucher as a token of appreciation for people to, that participate. So we've got the information, uh, you can contact Franz uh, Van Buskum uh, and we've got his email here, address here that you can contact him on. It's quite a long one so I won't read it out. I think, oh no, just the last thing here and you've probably possibly already talked about this Jeff, but um, Dream South D, so come and be part of the biggest community led project South D has ever seen. I'm sure you've probably had discussions on this already. Uh, so they've, they're in a five year project in partnership with the Department of Internal Affairs to create a community driven plan and, do, and then do things in that plan and they're looking for a wide range of local people to help make the most of this opportunity. So free training and support for everyone who registers their interest and if you have some time available and are looking for a meaningful way to be involved in your community then please contact um, the South Dunedin uh, hub um, by the by the 19th of November so their ad- email is admin at southd.org.nz or you can call 455-0472 come and be a part of that, that's really cool Yeah and since we're talking about the disability sector we've spoken of course with Alan O'Doig from South Dunedin Community Network uh, several times on this topic but they definitely are looking for a wide range of inputs here so mm-hmm. if, you, if, if a disability perspective is something you can offer I'm sure that would be incredibly valuable to that team Yeah completely. So yeah, that's it. Lots happening. Lovely stuff. Debbie, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Listeners, there's a lot that Debbie went through there and uh, well, the team at Living Well Disability Resource Centre right there to help connect you with any of those things and more. So here's uh, the way that uh, you can get in touch. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the total mobility scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Livingwell Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House on the corner of George and Bath Streets 9 till 4.30 weekdays or give us a call on 471 6152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.